friends, Logan Clements here with the Better Events Podcast. And in this week's episode, you're going to hear a few new voices on the podcast because we are excited to announce we are doing a crossover takeover episode with Anka Trifon, our friend of the pod from Events Demystified Podcast. You might remember her from a past episode that we did with her, I believe, back in season one. But we have Anka Trifon on the pod today, and her and her fellow event pro, David Stevens, are going to be all talking about their tips for your mental and physical wellness when you're on site for events. We figured this is a really good end of year topic for you as you kind of gear up for the new year. It's a great time to reset, rethink your goals. And while David and Anka are both very focused on their wellness outside of what they do at events, there's some nuggets in there for you, no matter if you are just beginning on your wellness journey or you're well on your way. And as I mentioned, this is a takeover. So this is the only voice. You won't hear Mary's voice this week. You'll only hear mine right now. And then Anka and David are going to take it away. But you can hear Mary and I on the Events Demystified feed. You can follow that wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to our episode where we also tackle this similar topic, talking about mental and physical wellness while you're on site. I think our two episodes are kind of like a beautiful one-two punch to lead you into feeling healthier and more, I don't know, well in the new year would be the way I would talk about it. But we both offer our own little tips and tricks there about how we like to stay healthy and what we're kind of aspiring to do in the new year so you can kind of have some new goals for yourself. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Again, this is going to be Anka Trifon from the Events Demystified podcast, and she's joined by fellow event pro David Stevens, who's the host on the Return on Wellness. Take it away, Anka and David. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow, and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started, and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Well, hello there, friends of the Better Events podcast. Today, instead of your familiar faces, Logan and Mary, you're stuck with us, Anka Platon-Trifan, host of the Events Demystified podcast, and David T. Stevens, the ever-so-charming host of Return on Wellness web series on YouTube. And we're ready to kick off an uh, amazing takeover, which we thought would be super fun for all of our audiences, which very much cross over in the event industry. Before we get started, however, our ever so charming co-host that uh, is right here with me will get our minds and body flowing with some energy with this one quick movement exercise that he swears by. But before we get started, I feel like I need to give you a chance to say something, David. Hello. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for letting (laughs) me get a word in. Great, right? Because I was just going to be hosting here our uh, podcast, but I'm not used to have a co-host, right? So I'm like trying to get this gist that Logan and Mary are doing so well. And I'm like, how do you co-host a podcast when all you've done is hosted yourself? Well, I mean, you've hosted, but... um... You've had guests, so it's not like you were doing monologues. So it's, it's for sure, but it's not like you have difficult. a co-host to like bounce off of, right? Like True. it's a dance. I'd agree. Yeah. All right. So get us so, started. What okay. What are we All gonna right. do? 
So I picked up this this uh, little thing during the pandy, as I like to refer to it. Um, I attended an event for Splash and their founder, Ben Hinman, um, did this thing going into all his meetings, which engages your entire being to help you check into that meeting. So we're going to push out our chairs. All right. We're I'm going to be up. off my uh, audio for a second because I need to unplug. I'm uh, wired here. I'll let, me go, let me go through it to make sure you, you hear everything or are you already unplugged. All right. So what we're going to do is kind of like the hokey pokey. We're going we're gonna to shake our right arm first. We're going to count down from five out loud. So you got to use your voice. You got to use your mind. And you got to use your body. And then we're going to go to our left arm. Then we're going to go to our right leg. Then we're going to go to our left hip. So we're going to start and then we're going to go all the way down to one. So we'll start now. Right arm, five, four, three, two, one. Left arm, five, four, three, two, one. Right leg, five, four, three, two, one. Left leg, five, four, three, two, one. Right arm, four, three, two, one. Left arm, four, three, two, one. Right leg, four, three, two, one. Left leg, four, three, two, one. Right arm, three, two, one. Left arm, three, two, one. Right leg, three, two, one. Left leg, three, two, one. Right arm, two, one. Left arm, two, one. Right leg, two, one. Left leg, two, one. One, 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 and you're done. So, so for the record, I was doing that without hearing you. So I'm not sure if I follow instructions. I just try to follow the visual cues. That that. So you probably had to think harder than other people. <laughs> the great thing about it. So I read. Um, I read in. Uh, I, I can't remember the I name. I can't of the see book you now. anymore. Like your camera changed angles or something. Oh, that's weird. Did you kick it there. with your foot? I guess I think I kicked my chair. Um, <laughs> What I love about that is I read an article about a doctor who would box breathe before he would go into any patient's room because what it did was it made him present for whatever that person's problems were. Yeah, I feel like I do that when I have to talk in front of people. Yeah, pro well, probably just to calm your, your heart rate. But his thing was he wanted to be present for that patient. And it was about patient care for him that it didn't matter what happened with the last patient. He has an index of knowledge in his brain, but the idea was that when he walked into that patient's room, he was fully there to give the best possible care to that patient as possible. So a movement like that before a meeting checks you out of the last meeting and helps you be available to check into the next one. I love that. I never actually thought about it that way because I always use like box uh, breathing and we were going to talk about it a little later, how I use it just for calming my anxiety, especially if it's something stressful that's about to happen or like talking in front of people, which is always stressful for me. <laughs> so like that kind of centers me and I can walk into whatever situation is without feeling so anxious about it but like separating yourself from the previous meeting previous whatever it was right circumstance to be present into the next moment that's interesting okay I'll I'll take yeah. that and you know where box breathing came from right I mean military firefighters am Navy I right seals. nah I was I mean, so close <laughs> The Navy SEALs got it from somewhere else, I'm sure. But yeah, it started with them. And if it's good enough for them to survive gunfire, um, whatever situation you're in that is probably not a life or death situation, totally applicable. But according to this book that I'm reading, um, it's called Spark, which I think you might have suggested it. Uh, when you are under that type of anxiety and fear, actually the reality of what happens doesn't really matter because in your mind, you might as well could be under fire because that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's that's why our jobs 
are listed in the top five most stressful jobs as opposed to like ER doctors. That's true. They're, well, they're not that, on that list. <laughs> with, with that, since we're talking about how stressful our jobs are, let's maybe um, create this podcast around this topic of what are the, the top tips to survive while you're traveling for those stressful events. And we wanted to create some type of a useful list for whoever is listening so that they can take it and apply it. So with that, um, I wanna name today's episode Traveling for Events, an event pros survival guide. I mean, who doesn't love, right, the glamour of hotel rooms? You're in one right now. <laughs> it's, it's so appropriate that I'm recording this in a hotel right? room. <laughs> and I just finished the workout. There you have it. And all that <laughs> airplane food that I'm sure you're very fond of. And the coffee. I mean, I hope you have some good coffee because it sounds like uh, you're sipping something. I do have coffee. Is yours coffee or what? Uh, no, mine is um, ginger turmeric tea. All right. You're like a step I... above all of us. Well, because no, I'm just fighting off something from being exposed to dirty humans. <laughs> All right, so let's get us started with that. How about um, you kick us off with maybe tackling the nitty gritty of prep work before you hit the road because you happen to be on the road as we you know, just alluded to you being in a hotel room, unless you live in a hotel room, which I don't think you do. And what does it look like for you to prep for surviving not just the event chaos, but what leads up to that? And what do you do to get that covered? Well, I, I know I take an approach as I, I kind of split the world. And I think about what I need to pack for the job mm -hmm. and what I need to pack for me. And I think all too often we're so focused on the job, we don't think about us. So for me, I happen to have it right here. Um, I pack my jump rope. So this morning's workout. I like that. <clears throat> this morning's workout I actually could have done in the in my hotel room if I had to, which I've had to do at previous conferences in Vegas when the gym isn't open in time. Yep. Um, I hate that in Vegas. Yeah, Not only it's... does it open late, but it also closes early. It's like so annoying. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, you can get them to open it early and close it later with offering to cover the increased cost of salary. But... I've done that for previous events. Um, not as an individual, but if you have a meeting, you can get it. Okay, that. that makes sense. Uh, um, I don't know if I want to pay like $3,000 just to be working out in the gym before yeah. or after hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I just had to pay the, the additional salary, which they don't pay that much. So it was pretty cheap. Um, but <clears throat> so I, uh, I have an app that I use that gives me basically road friendly workouts. There's, there's a dumbbell version because hotel gyms are usually lackluster in a variety of equipment. There's like the full on version with barbells and all kinds of craziness. And then there's a body weight version. So that basically it, it has so many versions that you're out of excuses. And if you get up in the morning and you do something, um, if you, if you know you're going to do that, then you'll pack accordingly. You'll make yeah. sure that you can think about where you're going to be um, if there's a fridge in the room, you can 
Uh, some people I've known and I've done it in the past. If I'm going to be somewhere where I know meals are going to be dicey, I will pre-order like meal prep, meal prep company and have it delivered to the hotel and yeah. put it in the hotel fridge. Um, but I always pack gym clothes. I always pack gym shoes. I pack my jump rope. I bring a shaker cup and that way I can, I can backfill the rest, be it a quick shopping trip when I land or something like that. So oh, I know yeah. you do all the same as well. Yeah, I definitely plan ahead when it comes to knowing if that hotel, whatever that might be, has a gym. And then actually go and research what type of gym that is. Like I would look at pictures online, like does it have the equipment that I normally use for my workouts or does it just have your regular, a like, few cardio machines, you know, and maybe some dumbbells, like you said. And then I have a plan similar to, you know, probably what you have in an app that I built for myself with a routine that I know if all I have is like a cardio treadmill for that and then some treadmill, some, some dumbbells, then I plan my workouts based on that. But even there, it's like sometimes, you know, it's, I take shortcuts because normally I use heavy dumbbells and not all hotel rooms have heavy dumbbells. So I'll have to adjust, but I love the idea of a jump rope. Actually, I've used that before in a hotel room without a gym where I just needed to get a workout and it wasn't safe enough or I felt like it wasn't for me to just go for a run because I would probably prefer going for a run versus just jump roping unless I have to watch TV or some show. <laughs> so that right. jump roping while watching TV sounds like a you know good combination. And um, that kind of takes care of my workout. Now, when it comes to meals, you're right. Like it's so important to have the right type of, especially if I follow a very strict macro menu and to have something that fulfills my needs and many times actually if I have time prior to the event I would go to the local um, now I actually know which places have what so I have a list a shopping list from Walgreens even Walgreens because I mean there's a Walgreens everywhere right or CVS Trade, or CVS exactly Trader Joe's is my go-to if it's a you know, fancy place where they actually has a Trader Joe's and it's not too far from the hotel I'm at and I would buy either protein in the form of chicken and some um, greens, you know, that I can do in my shaker because I, I definitely get my shaker with me as well. Or I would buy those shakes, the protein shakes that you can already, you know, yeah. have them to go and they don't need to refrigerate in situations where you don't have a fridge. And that's been, you know, very helpful to just put in my bag and go on site when I have to have a snack. And I would rather get the snack from a protein shake than some kind of a carb loaded sugary whatever it is that's laid on the snack table because you know that's always going to be a trap right so those are kind of my things and then i love to build uh, to bring some of the um resistant bands so on oh, top of that yeah, yeah. Uh, jump rope i would do either trx or bodybuilding resistant bands that i can using conjunction with this plan that I have built for myself so that, and a lot of body work exercises are super easy to do. Yeah, like you don't need any of this. If you have some type of a schedule of, of a routine that you build for yourself to know, okay, I'm gonna do this many push-ups. you know, you can do lunges, you can do squats. There's a lot of things that you can do if you allocate the time for it. Now, yeah. to allocate the time for it, <laughs> when well, you have think, a very busy day. Yeah, and I think we, <laughs> We kind of jumped into tactics before yes. we thought we talked about know what your objective is going to that event. Like, it's are true. you, are you going to, um, 
are you going to try to stay on, on task or are you going to take a few days off? Is there a right. party you really want to go to? And so the, the, I watched this, um, this thing on, on fitness models one time, um, back in the day when I thought that was an opportunity for me. Thank you for not spitting your coffee out when I said that. Um, but they would say on their cheat days, they would lift their heaviest. They would go for their PRs. They would go all out on their workouts. Right, because you have, you actually have all your macronutrients and carbs loaded right. and all that. So if you know you're going to go to a party and you're going to take the next day off, that day at the gym before the party, like go hard. after it. Go, go hard. hard. Like, yeah. yes. Um, so, but think about what you want your objectives to be during that. Um, okay. And I feel like both of us then are you can such plan like, accordingly. we're such workouts, you know, fitness, uh, inclined people that we think of a workout has to happen. Like I don't skip days unless I'm that tired or it's been a crazy, crazy day. Right. But let's just, I think, take it a step back for someone that working out every single day is not part of their routine. Like, I think I feel like we need to dumb it down a little bit now because we just took it to the extra level. <laughs> what would you do if you just want to in, in, incorporate some movement and you've got the steps, right? Like, I mean, you always have steps when you are on event site. But what else would you do if you needed to just incorporate some movement aside from all the 20,000 steps that you've done? Yeah, um, I mean, do 100 burpees for time. That's all you got to do. Like oh, I hate those. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely miserable. And it'll take you somewhere between 10 and 20 minutes. You'll be sweating like crazy. Um, and it's it's really simple, really basic. You don't you may not need a heck of a lot of warm up. And the thing about a burpee is all it is 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 ensuring your mobility in case you were to fall down. That's all it is. And you're practicing falling down. Yeah. But we all remember that commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, she needed to do more burpees. Uh, maybe she had a broken <laughs> hip. There's another thing there. But the idea behind a burpee is knowing how to get up off the ground if you fall down. And fast. <laughs> well, you can so get So you're not embarrassed that you just fell over your shoelaces. <laughs> right. But the, the, the thing is, it doesn't have to be all hardcore. Something is always better than nothing. And I think if you – because the other thing that, to think about when you – you and I have talked about like IMAX and the parties and like if 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 you want to prioritize sleep at that event, think about that. And if you want to prioritize sleep, then you should probably deprioritize alcohol because that impacts your sleep. But know what your goal is before you get on the road um, and then you can accomplish those goals pretty straightforward and easily. With a little bit of planning, because we were just talking, we worked, we covered the workout that we personally do. Now, you don't have to go that crazy if you're not on a regular uh, workout routine like um, some of us are. Um, obviously, I have an end goal. You have a goal for your fitness as well. And it makes sense for us to stick with it. For me, it's easier to actually stick with it even when it's hard than to take days off and then get back into my routine. I feel like when I go back into my routine, I'm like so many like uh, uh, levels below where I was prior, even if it was just a week that we're talking about. And I care about my PR. So I care to keep 
like pressing forward and doing this overload progression versus having to go back like 50 pounds <laughs> if, if I was on, you know, pressing right. leg press something really well. And now I have to go back so I can start, you know, uh, to get back where I was. So I want to keep and stick with what I know that works for me uh, in, in that workout routine. Now, when it comes to meals, like we said, planning again, it's so important. How many times have you gone to events where you were looking at the spread in front of you and you felt like, there's like nothing for me to eat here. I'm pretty fortunate that I don't have any dietary restrictions, except I don't <laughs> like avocado, which is weird. I know. That um, is weird. But it's a but really good healthy fat. Events are getting better with with agency, and, and what mm -hmm. I mean by agency is um, look at. I always cruise the whole entire line before I start putting stuff on a plate. Right. Because you know what, there might be some really good looking cookies at the end of the line, so I'm going to skip the pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the dessert is just whole fruit or a fruit salad. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll be clean there. Um, you know, I, I, I can get different things. So the, it's not about this um, cutthroat, rigorous thing. It's really about just making choices that create balance. And when you look at the line, and you should think about this when you're planning the menu as well, yeah. give people the options because you don't know where people are. Um, I always love a deconstructed salad so I can make my own. I might go, or there's, you know, I want two cookies. So I'm going to put greens down in a bowl and then put chicken on top of it. That's one of the reasons I like playing Delta is because yeah. they have, they have a hot protein in every lounge. And I'll usually put a salad down, put chicken on it and then get a brownie because yeah. it's about balance in life. Exactly. Yeah. I usually always keep the extra heavy uh, carb loaded cookies desserts just because it's not part of my plan. But you're right. There is a cheat day when I want to like take, you know, uh, part in this creme brulee extravaganza and I can't say no to that. So I will like you, you just explained so well, I will plan then even that plate of you know, of whatever, what I'm getting based on what I want to have as dessert or just because it's at the end of the day, it's all going to go towards my macros, right? So I, I, I can manipulate the numbers. Like if I want to skip breakfast because I want to have a better dinner or I want to have, you know, maybe that extra drink, I'll skip breakfast and I will allocate more macros at the end of the day, even though on a daily regular basis, that's probably not my routine. Like I want to carb load in the morning so I can fuel my workouts. But again, you can do that with a little bit of planning. So I feel like we covered enough on that. How about we look at some maybe quick stress relief techniques that we both use during events and we alluded to the box breathing, right? What else do you do that kind of sets you for success when you know you have a very busy day? It seems counterintuitive, but I always make sure I work out in the morning on a, of an event day. Mm -hmm. um, I know it, it doesn't really add up on paper, but for me, mentally, physically, when I like, I'll usually, I might keep it simple and just do like a 15 minute run on the treadmill and do some like mm -hmm. intervals and just get my heart rate up. Yeah. And for me, it's like a psych up. It's like getting myself amped up to go perform. Um, on the return on wellness, we, we talked about the fact that events are a team sport. 
and it really is a team and it really is a sport because you have a, a competition day and you're for all the events people you're gonna love this for everyone else you're gonna be like this guy's crazy <laughs> you're competing against your attendees expectations mm, i like that that's your competition and you and your team are all on the same page trying to beat their expectations no matter what they are and the worst part is you have no idea what those expectations are <laughs> so you have to show up your team has to show up they have to be fed they have to be fueled they got to be amped they got to be on the same page they got to know the plays all of those things have to take place on game day or show day and i use the run as like my warm up essentially because yeah. when teams take the field they warm up before they take the field and I like that. you are you are physically performing on that day running around checking on food checking on av checking on this ba 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 dealing with people and if you have um primed yourself for the day much like in that book spark your brain your brain is ready to go and you are going to be smart you're going to be on top of things you're going to be uh witty when you need to be and handle the stress with with ease and grace i like that now here's the challenge because i do the same thing like if i have a very busy uh, even if it's not physically demanding say i'm in front of my many uh <laughs> monitors and i have to run production for this hybrid event or virtual event or whatever it is like say i'm not even on a site on an event side but i know that it's going to be very taxing from a mental point of view like from my focus i have to be on point with every single cue i do the same thing like uh, they say that a 30 minute run it really primes you for being the most present and also focused on whatever the task happens after that. So I use that. And if I can get a workout in even better, sometimes probably workout happens at the end of the day after a very long day. But here's my question to you. Say you just, you know, you're on an event side right now. You're going to have an event today. But this is not just the one day event. You have a three day conference where you have to be just as prime and on top of your game every single day day three as you were on day one day one it's easy because you have the day before to prep for it but now you're leading into day three after two days of like a really hard long days right like what do you add to keep yourself going when you know when it's day three, day four, day five. Sometimes some conferences are like, what were you guys thinking? Let's talk about agendas and the no break in between all the sessions, right? Uh, just a little bit of meth. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I, I also want to go back a step about you said a 30-minute run and people are like, I can never run for 30 minutes. What, you're, what, what, if I, it, it, what I think you're quoting is from Spark. Right. And, and I what love, it was, what it was actually a heart rate zone. Heart rate, that's right. Which usually which, you, a run would get you there. But also, you know what else gets you there? Which I do on not if you don't work out. Days. No, let, let me tell you. I go on an incline. You know how you have the incline on a treadmill? I think most yep. treadmills go to 15 uh, degrees and go at like 3 to 3.5 speed on an incline for 30 minutes. And I promise you, your heart rate will just be as high as running. If your knees don't support a run or you're like, I can't even run for five minutes, let alone 30 minutes. And let me tell you, there's mornings when I can't run for 30 minutes, but I will do the incline walk. 
And that's when yep. it gets your heart rate. And thank you for mentioning that because you're right. It's about where your heart rate is during that time. Because there are literal biological things that happen in your blood, in your body, and your hormones that get released when you are in those heart rate zones. So that's another conversation. We can come back to that later. But um, I, I just want to call that out that, that you don't have to run. You just got to get your heart rate up. Thank you. Uh, maybe you can just- I'm a hardcore. I'm like, I go running. <laughs> maybe you can just read through your agenda and that will do it for you. But anyways- um, It gets your heart rate high. <laughs> so the the last time I was, I ran a, a multi-day conference, um, I was stoked because I came home like seven pounds leaner <laughs> because- this is this is quite honestly one where I had the catalyst is we go to these conferences and everyone comes home heavier. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't adding up. I would look at my 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 app and see all my steps and all that. Like I put out all this energy, and yet I came home heavier. What what am I doing? Like what what was the disconnect there? And I realized that by dialing in my diet at these events. I could completely change what happened at that event, let alone if I was eating right, my brain had better fuel. Yes. Eating right, hydrated, taking the time, getting sleep, which yeah. that's a tricky one, especially in the evenings when your mind is going. Yeah. But between those three things, I was able to drop seven pounds in, in, in like three or four days because I was putting down 25, 30,000 steps a day. Yeah. So um, the, I see conferences actually as an opportunity to lean out. That's how I see them because I know the, the increased energy output is going to happen there. So I will forego the party and or drink non-alcoholic beverages that are not full of sugar. Um, careful with the mocktails, but like, you know, club soda with a little bitters in it is yeah. a very simple. You kind of feel like you're having something like, you know, um, your increased expenditure is an opportunity to take advantage of. And if you're if you're not, um, you're, you're missing out. But you do have to also take into the account the time that you might have to recover, right? Like some people do not have downtimes during busy season because what you just explained sounds great if you have downtime to recover from it, right? But if you lose pounds every conference you go to and like just last season alone, I was like conference to conference to conference and there isn't so much to lose at one point. All you lose is oh. like your, your basically uh, mind. <laughs> I can't say I'm disciplined enough to uh, to keep those pounds all the way off all the time, um, but the it, to me it was always it, whenever I was in that I it was game time to me and it yeah. was an opportunity to perform and that was my focus and um, I wanted to make sure like it, it, it was time on the field like that was that was go time and I I played one sport in high school and that was it. So like, I'm not a previous collegiate athlete or anything by any means, but like that was, those are our opportunities shine. That's where we get center, center stage. And, and it, it we really can showcase and, and take advantage of it and leverage those opportunities to, to make the most of it for our bodies and our minds will thank us for it. 
So why do you think events are so brutal? Like, why do we, you know, make it like to be this brutal experience for us behind the scenes? And let me tell you, like, it's not just front of scenes, you know, uh, speakers that feel it because I've been on both sides of the event and I'm sure you have as well. But it just feels like we don't look at at, at it as a um, experience where we can I want to recharge like I want to go to IMAX, you know, or whatever other industry event and come back thinking, wow, I feel recharged more often than not. I feel like done for like so tired, so exhausted. I need another week just to recover. I, I want to come back to that. I want to ask you a question first. Go. And I know we're, we're short on time, but this is we a are going to run out of. Yeah. This is a very tactical question. And I think I think everyone can use these tips. Uh, what's in your emergency on site kit Ooh, all right coffee <laughs> okay i'm kidding um i do love to actually get good coffee i feel like a lot of coffee that you get on some event sites are just like watered down versions. by the way i gotta give props to caesars i've been to a conference at their forum mm -hmm. not not in the main hotel i haven't right. been to one the over forums there. okay the, 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 the second new building right. the coffee over there amazing and i drink okay. it black in the mornings so yeah. sorry but little props Same. to them good trade show coffee is few and far between so they deserve the accolades absolutely okay. i agree but here actually going to that um actually i pack my nespresso uline espresso machine in You're my insane. bag i am not kidding you because yeah, you have problems <laughs> This is not Expresso what normal people do with people. It's important to me just because, again, I drink it black the same way. And if it doesn't taste right, you can tell. Okay. Yeah. Um, extension cords. You know, somebody was making a post. I think it was my friend Andrew on LinkedIn about how he was like making this funny post about how he was trying to find a place to, um, I know, iron something. And there's like hotel rooms without any ports, like any power ports, aside from like one by the bed somewhere. Like one would be enough, right? I kid you not. I take my extension cord. I take my triple tap. Those are things that I don't have expectations for the hotel to provide for me. I just want to be prepared. Protein, what is a triple tap? Like one of those cubes that you put in one outlet and then you have like three or four outlets. Great oh, okay. for devices. Right. So you can right. charge like your watch, AirPods, your phone, all the things, right? Like I have quite a few devices that I usually need to charge at the end of the day. And plus my battery bank. I always carry some battery banks with me for my phone. Yeah, that's right. Um, also protein bars. I do take some really good protein bars and usually those are very much uh, uh, focused on my nutrition, nutritional needs because let's just not get started into how you go and buy protein bars at the store and there's little to no protein in them, but they're marketed as protein bars, right? Yeah. Um, I, we talked about the uh, jump rope. We talked about the resistance bands. Those are all part of my emergency kit. And I would have always like a straightener or something for hair. I don't. I know you don't have that problem, but mm -hmm. I have to have that. <laughs> and um, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything. What about you? So this is this little power bank I showed. It's an anchor, and it has two USB Cs, so mm -hmm. I can charge my um, and a USB. And but I can use it instead of the brick for my laptop. So nice. it's because it's got a plug on it. Yeah. It um it plugs into the wall. 
and it charges itself. You don't have to like plug, you don't have to use a plug to right. plug into the plug. Um, it plugs directly into the wall and then it can either serve as your regulator if you're international um, nice. or as a standalone battery that will actually charge your laptop. And then the other thing I have is it's a little, uh, it's an extension cord, but it's got built in USBs in it Yeah. and it coils and then plugs oh, cool. into itself. It's tiny and it goes right I into like my it. backpack and yep. that's. Those are like my two go-to things. And then I have my miscellaneous cords and right, cables and right. whatnot. But that Very power cool. bank has been a game changer. Okay. Well, since we're coming to time and we talked about that, and I want to be, you know, <laughs> respectful of the timing that Logan and Mary has for their podcast, how about we share one final pro tip that we both have? Like, why don't you get us started here? Just do something, anything. Mm. Do something. The... The programming I follow for my workouts, their big thing is something over nothing. Mm, and I like that. the other thing I've seen a bunch of times on like Reddit is people like, oh, what workout should I do before I start CrossFit? And the thing everyone says is don't just go. And yep. it's not a plug for CrossFit, but it's a plug for just trying. Just make the effort. You are going to be so happy and pleased with yourself for making the effort that's what's going to keep you motivated um there will be times you get frustrated and whatnot and that's what we're all here for but um just start just do something and um and and you don't have to cut all kinds of crazy things out like there's a reason fad diets are fad diets because they're unsustainable like make small changes and do something um over nothing yeah for me, I think my biggest uh, tip is pack some protein powder with you when you don't know for sure what's going to be available to you. I've been to convention centers where the next lunch spot is like miles away and I only have 30 minutes to get fat and get back to work. And having that either protein bar or protein shake, protein powder is easy to travel with because it doesn't weight a lot. I don't always travel with protein shakes just because it's like liquid and sometimes I just have a carry-on and I can't put it in my carry-on. So protein powder, although I have been, you know, TSA spotted a few times, like what is all this powder in your backpack, lady? <laughs> like, let's not get into that. But that's my workout looks one. way dicier. It's true. It's true. You do planning as an event professional for everything else. Might as well apply it to your own nutrition, your workouts, and staying healthy. And on top of that, sprinkle a bit of mindfulness, a little bit of a positive affirmations in the morning. And I think you're good to go. It's not like re we're reinventing the wheel. We're just being more, I guess, intentional with our choices and those small habits that we can all implement if we are just intentional enough. So with that, David, uh, where should people connect with you if they want to find out more about your workouts and your CrossFit adventures? Um, well, you can look up the show on Return on Wellness. They might be edited by the other person on this show. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's a little plug. What was that? Um, was that? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a plug for you. So you can check out Return on Wellness on YouTube at Return on Wellness. Um, and then otherwise, I used to be on Twitter when it was Twitter, but I don't really use it anymore. But um, on LinkedIn and Instagram and threads, it's at David T. Stevens. And I say, if you want to get to know me, LinkedIn. If you really want to get to know me, Instagram. So, uh, yeah. 
Love it. What I about you? My... you? You just put your name. I feel like if you go on LinkedIn and just search up Anka Platon Trifan, there's just one person there that will show up. And although there's other Anka Trifans, because that's just a very common Romanian name, if you do add the Platon to that, uh, you're going to find me. And you're right. Like if you want to know me professionally and maybe not so professionally, definitely check out LinkedIn. That's where all the content is. I do show behind the scenes a lot more on Instagram, just you know, by the means of how the platform makes it easy. Events Demystify Podcast is on YouTube, is on its own website, is on Spotify, everywhere that you can listen to a podcast, you can tap into that. And we hope that you gain some tips, knowledge, tricks from what we share today. But if you want to dive deeper in some of those like mental and physical fitness tips, both of our shows cover this in a way more of a comprehensive way. And with that, I think we're done. I think we're so out of time that probably we're gonna get cut off by Logan. <laughs> well, this was super fun. Thank you everybody for allowing us to be here. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have tips you want to share because wellness means different things to different people. So I'd love to hear what's working for you. Thank you. Thank you everyone.